Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Gary and Shannon, and you're listening to KFI AM640, the Gary and Shannon Show, on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Well, the Screen Actors Guild has agreed to a last-minute request for federal mediation in its negotiations with producers to avoid an actor's strike. And I don't know what a last-minute negotiator is going to accomplish with this great divide. Maybe it depends on who that federal that federal negotiator is. The unions, do you think it's going to be like the guy on Hijack? Is it's, that where you're going with yeah, this? Yeah, I was going to say, it's Idris Elba. <laughs> The union's contract with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers expires at midnight tonight. They disagree over a lot of the same issues that push the writers union to call for a strike, including residuals for streaming content, protections against use of AI. The uh, the major networks now, by the way, are pushing out what will be their their fall uh, schedules. And a lot of them, I know Fox, I was looking through part of it, is uh, relying specifically on reality shows, which we knew was going to come. But they're doing like uh, Lego Master as the, uh, is Lego Masters, I'm sorry, as the one of the main tent poles for their fall season, which is a great show. I love it. I'm My a brother Lego, should I be love on it. that. But come on, you that build can't Lego be. Lego so quick. That cannot be a tent pole for you. Um, no, it cannot. Love is, is blind, however, that could work. Um, this is also going to be an issue because the I, I'm assuming the AMPTP has the ability to handle two sets of negotiations at the same time, especially considering a lot of the issues are the same. I mean, a lot of the same issues when it comes to uh, artificial intelligence and royalties and things like that that are going towards the writers are also being brought up by the Screen Actors Guild. But the idea that this thing would drag on more and more and more and more almost diminishes the points to the diminishing role that some writers and actors may have when it comes to entertainment going forward. We have seen so much entertainment come our way. We've seen it's just been peak television, it seems, for the last three or four years where everybody's got a streaming service. Every streaming service has at least one or two hit shows. And you cannot catch up on everything. So I, I just, I, I feel bad for people who are about to hit the picket lines. Yeah. Because there's- There's so much content. It seems like they don't have a lot on their side, a lot of leverage. The source that spoke to Deadline says that the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers is in this strike for the long haul, that they're going to let the writers bleed out before resuming negotiations. The source said the end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. Yeah, which makes incredible sense. I mean, we've seen that and that's how that's, I don't know. I mean, that's one of the things that the unions are, are there to protect people against. But if it's uh, if it goes on like this, they're the union members are the ones who are hurting, not the union executives. Um, since the writers went on strike at the beginning of May, Warner Brothers, Discovery, Apple, Netflix, Amazon, Disney, Paramount, they've all received positive feedback from Wall Street uh, in what is described as this 
attempt to break the Writers Guild. And by by positive feedback, I mean, their stock prices have gone up. But according to the report, studios and streamers have been prepared for this since the beginning. It's been agreed to for months that even before the Writers Guild went out, nobody wanted a strike, but everybody knew that this was going to be make or break and it was going to take a very long time. There is a sea otter that is terrorizing California surfers. This sea otter has been at it since mid-June. We're going to need some scary otter music. You otter know what I mean? Music. Yeah, like, um, like, doo-doo, My first pet was doo -doo, an otter. Like an otter. I know, I did. You went I went from Jaws, Jaws to, to Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. My path has no path. Like Vic the Brick. Do 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 do. <laughs> yeah. So was that the Jaws part? Yeah, that was the Jaws part. Do 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 do. That, that was, was the, the Mario, Mario Brothers, Brothers part. part. Yeah. Okay, great. Anyway, do, we'll do, tell you about the do, sea otter when we come back. <laughs> do, 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 do. I hate you, Jacob. June Lee is a new surfer. Fell in love with it. He's forty. He's an Apple software engineer from San Jose. He actually has been renting his surfboard and he was catching some waves in Santa Cruz. And about 90 minutes in, he was attacked by an otter. My first pet was an otter. Do we know? Like an otter, like otter. Do we know if this is Gavin Newsom's first pet? I'm gonna, I'm gonna postulate that it's not. Can we if, go if back? If the first pet that he had was an otter, you assume that's when he was a child. He's 50-something now. He's a little bit older than Can I am. Can we go so. back to the two-pronged ridiculousness that is Gavin Newsom's otter story? If you'd like. Three prongs, actually. I just found another prong in uh -oh. there. The first prong is this. Ouch. An otter is not a pet. Do You do, You got to pet your pet, right? You got to hold the dog. You got to hold the kitten. That's what a, makes a pet. You got a turtle. You got a hamster. You can touch the pet. You can hang out with the pet. An otter lives in the water, in the sea. You do not have a pet that's an otter. You can have a friend that's an otter, but that's not your pet. You, you have, have no control over the otter. You, you don't have, have to a take friend yeah. that's the okay. You don't have to take the otter for a walk. You don't have to pick up after the otter. You don't have to clean the otter's cage. It's not a pet. You don't have you have no responsibility over the otter, so therefore it's not a pet. Is this number about two, the otter. You number seem very two, animated. he claims that his parents were struggling and his mom had to work two jobs right. despite growing up in the richest county in the country. Mm -hmm. If you are rich enough to have an otter as a pet, you're rich enough. You're very rich. You're that is a rich person's thing that you think an otter is your pet. Not to mention the third prong. Go on, third prong is that he cannot articulate what an otter is to those children. Not even an otter is a friend that lives in the sea and that bobs up and down and swims with the dolphins. All he could articulate was otter, the word. He couldn't even give like a hand signal about how big an otter might have been where you go, right. you know, like uh, or, or do something with his hands to make it seem like he was an otter. Like, you know, like a yeah. otter. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't like my impression, but you got it. You got that I was an otter in that I, I moment. Absolutely did. So anyway, in this case, this otter uh, is having a uh, wonderful day going after. Uh oh. Oh no. Da da. Since mid June, this otter has been attacking and terrorizing surfers off the Santa Cruz coastline. Do 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 do. In one case, the otter stole a surfboard. Do do. <laughs>
In recent days, the attacks have grown increasingly aggressive. <laughs> At first, we're like, look how cute. But then the otter bit down on the board and chewed off a piece, and we were like, what's going on? What is that board made of? I don't know. There's usually like some high-density foam of some kind. That'd be hard to do. It's um, terrifying. I was scared. I was trying to swim away, but before I was able to get far, it bit my leash. An Dude. adult sea otter can weigh 30 to 100 pounds and reach five feet in length. They say it's it's scary. They seem so cute and docile, but these animals are predators. They Their bite is as strong as a wolverine. Well, they've got to get through the uh, shellfish that they eat, right? I mean, that's part of what why they have such strong jaws is because of the food that they got to eat. Yeah. Um, There's the been warning signs put up. Warning, aggressive sea otter in this area. Enter the water at your own risk. Mark Woodward is a photographer, social media influencer. Damn it. Why did I read that? I don't know. You fell Mark into Woodward it. is a photographer who goes by... Damn it. It's got his Instagram handle in there. Mark Woodward is a photographer. Uh, he says he's documented a number of similar episodes and believes that they've been escalating in ferocity since mm. mid-June. Mm -hmm. He said he was standing on the bluff by a lighthouse photographing a Black Santa surf event at Cowell Beach. And he saw a hefty sea otter torpedo toward the surf boat. Surfboard, sorry. Rested from the startled surfer and then catch a few solo waves. That I think would be great. If you were in Monterey and you saw a surfing otter... You would have hit the lottery at that point. Did so. you see the picture of the otter biting the back of that surfboard? Yeah, that's a... I mean... Could you imagine would, you're just sitting out there for some tasty waves, waiting? The, the sea otters waiting for some tasty surfboards. And then boom! Doo-doo. <laughs> Doo-doo. <laughs> Doo-doo. <laughs> oh, my gosh is right. What's the one thing in the sea that just you are terrified of? Everything. I'm terrified oh. of all of the sea. I'm terrified of the sea itself. Wait a minute. I'm terrified of seaweed. I'm terrified of the waves. I'm terrified of the temperature. I'm terrified of currents. I have a very healthy fear of the ocean. So if you were in the ocean and if it was clear enough, like uh, off of Santa Monica, and you saw a fish swimming next to you, you'd freak out. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of swimming with the fishes. So, <laughs> no, I didn't mean that as a joke. I don't. I don't like. I don't like uh, other things running into me. We had a healthy fear in Northern California growing up with of, of sharks. There were always mm -hmm. shark warnings up there for us. Like Stinson Beach was always right. the place that had sharks on it, and uh, the rip currents and things like that. But I've never. The only thing that's ever really spooked me in the ocean was the sea turtles. I know, that's so funny. That's Which probably is, the only thing that didn't freak me out. Just because they move kind of slowly. And they're so big, it's like they can't. Yeah, but like an otter that will chomp down on your on your surfboard, the, the jaws on a, on a sea turtle, they're pretty nasty. They'll come after you. They will not come after you. you Don't bother the sea turtle, it won't bother you. I try I think not to, but I was a first time wake, or not wakeboarder. I was a first time, what do you call those things? paddle border mm -hmm. and i wasn't confident in my ability to stay on that thing and yeah. i was afraid i was going to fall off and just drop directly onto uh, a sea turtle that was five feet across do you want to see what a sea turtle's mouth looks like inside that is not true it is true uh, another reason for me never to go now i'm terrified of sea turtles see? <laughs> That's nasty. I All don't right. even want to look at that anymore inflation <laughs> fell to its lowest annual rate more than two years during june 
the product both of uh, some deceleration in costs and some comparisons against a time when price increases were running at a more than 40-year high. So uh, inflation sucks. Sucks less now than it did before. Consumer price index increased 3% from a year ago, uh, but on a monthly basis, it only went up about two-tenths of a percent. All eyes on rivers in Vermont, the Winooski River, which runs right through the capital city, that I'm not going to say, <laughs> and another river called the La... which I'm not going to say, surpassed levels, surpassed levels that they had reached during Tropical Storm Irene in 2011. That flooding had shut down major roads and state highways. There was a potential for the Wrightsville Dam to uh, overtop its, uh, its spillway. Now they're saying that the water has begun receding but at a very, very slow level, slow pace, I should say, and they do expect more rain later this week. The Powerball jackpot has moved to an estimated $725 million, the seventh largest in its history. The drawing will be tonight. I was listening to another radio station this morning for a Why? minute. Just to see what's out there. Because your husband had the car last and he had the... No, radio. I just, I like to bounce around just to feel good, you know, sometimes. But um, I uh, I was listening to another station and I mean, and I, I like this station. I like everyone who works there. I know people that work there. I mean, we all know each other. But um, there was a reporter doing the story of how would you spend the money? MOS. <laughs> MOS. Ah, it makes me hurt. This lady says she would retire and go live in Bermuda. This guy says he's had his eye on a brand new car, but he wouldn't make any impulse buys. Like <laughs> a dying. brand new car? I was dying. That's the same. That's that's as bad as the Black Friday post-Thanksgiving Talk to people who are lined up outside Walmart yeah. at four thirty in the morning. What are you wanting? There, to I mean, there say? are creative uh, ways to do that. Uh, That's just not one of them. And I guess you have to do it wrong. Like I remember doing a story on Black Friday. Like, what would you get into a physical altercation with someone That's for? That's a good way to put it. You know, like you got to have like a different angle. You yeah. know, you can't just be like, "What would you do with the money? What would you do with a seventy-nine dollar television?" I would do like, which relatives will you no longer speak with? <laughs> and give me names. You know, I mean. So uh, speaking of the lottery, there is a guy who is a specialist in lottery law, a specialist lottery attorney named Kurt Panousis out of Florida. Uh, and he has worked, he said, with countless jackpot winners over the years who have had to fend off uh, claims from other people who say, yeah, but that was my ticket or we were in this thing together, et cetera. And when you look at Edwin Castro, the guy here in uh, in L.A. who got the two billion dollar Powerball jackpot ticket and walked away with about nine hundred ninety six million after taxes, he said um, this lawyer says it's going to take years to fend off the claims. Now, the one that we know about now, it's not necessarily the last one, but the one we know about is a guy named Jose Rivera who claims in a lawsuit that was filed back in February that he was the one who bought the ticket. He claims he bought it at Joe's Service Center in Altadena the day before the drawing, so back on November 7th of last year. Now, Castro didn't actually come forward with the ticket until January, did not do a press conference announcing the win, although uh, the lottery previously insisted that he was, in fact, the rightful winner. Listen, um, 
you don't come to this show for legal advice but uh, or financial advice, I hope. But I would say both of those. There is no way in hell you should do a press conference if you win a billion dollars. It's bad enough yeah. that this guy was um, sloppy enough, I guess, that we knew where he bought his first two homes and his vintage Porsche. You, those, are, those are bad things to publicize. I think the first thing you do when you win is you call an attorney and then you form a trust and everything's a secret. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And hey, listen, I And again, love, I'm not I don't give legal advice. My heart is in California. I love California, born in California. If I had nine hundred and ninety-six million dollars, double fingers on the way out. How would you spend the money, Gary? Oh, it's funny. I'm glad you asked, Shannon. Hey, let's do a quick gas go around, yes, shall that's we? A great idea. You win the Powerball, guys. How do you spend your lump sum? Jacob, $996 million. What do you do with it? I'm buying a house. A oh, house. Oh. One house. What do you do with the other $994 million? I'm investing. Oh, and vacation. Oh, vacation That's so great. As well. Well, okay. where, where, where would you go on vacation? Um, Italy. All Italy. Right. Now we're down to $994 million and uh, $999,000. Yep. Tokyo. Okay. Deborah, how would you spend the money? Well, Shannon, I would buy a house for all of my kids, and I would set up college Wait. funds for my future grandchildren, and I would buy myself a major mansion in Malibu. That sounds all, nice. Wait, all the kids get individual homes? Yes. Okay. I thought that sentence was going to end this way. Well, first I would buy a house for all of us. <laughs> yes, that's what I, I did totally too. I totally thought you were going to But you know what? That. If I have some money left over, yeah, I may do that. A little right. KFI yeah, summer home? Maybe. Oh my gosh. Oh. Like the old MTV Beach House. I do not want a room with John and Ken. You know what? I'll put them in a separate okay, wing. Perfect. I would. You know what I would want? <laughs> I would want Mo Kelly to teach me martial arts. I don't know if he would take you on as a client. You lack flexibility. Have you seen Mo's videos, by the way, on uh, social media? Well, you lack nice, apparently. Well, I am not going to bring up the Achilles injury, but Ma one Mondo? exists. Mondo, well, how would you spend your nine hundred ninety-six million? Uh, I would uh, I would buy all you guys a gift card for Applebee's. Thank you. Uh, the Applebee's in my town shut down, though, so. Well, you can go to other ones. Could I do, like, Black Bear Diner instead? Uh, I've always wanted to go Denny's. to one of those. Okay. It looks like. All right, so be. gift cards. Then what? Uh, and then I would buy a Lifetime Pass at Disneyland and then a Big Mansion. Okay. okay you could probably... You know, buy Disneyland for nine hundred ninety-six million. You at least buy one of the lands. You could buy Adventureland or Frontierland or whatever it is. Mr. Mo Kelly on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll see a bunch of videos of Mo doing martial arts, and you can tell that he's uh, much more flexible than I am. Overqualified for for you to okay. employ him as your teacher. Yes, I would agree. Mm -hmm. um, nobody said charity. Not one person. Wow, you're all, all monsters. Oh, yeah. and charity. Oh, okay. Monsters. Yes. This Awful. is why the this the the humanity yes. that we see every right. day is the way it is. It's in the state that it's in. Yeah. We're big dumb animals. Yeah. Big mean dumb animals. Yeah. Only care about number our, one. Left to our vices. No, you know what? Honestly, I, I, you guys caught me off guard. No. But I, yes, I would like to it's donate okay. we a lot to of money I mean, to an animal sanctuary. Okay, technically buying your kids' houses would be charity. <laughs> that's true. So, but okay. it's not a write-off. Mm. But like, I, but I forgot animals because animals are near and dear to my heart. Gary, I don't know what's going on with Shannon today, but she is on fire, man. That's exactly what a volcano looks like just before it erupts. It starts spewing out hot gases. 
Man, I hope you're not within reaching distance, Gary. Holy mackerel, she's on fire today. Be careful. Be careful. She's wearing red, too. Good morning. I don't know what that's about. Like, if you have something to say. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, a submarine heat wave. We've been talking about the, uh, the weather up in the northeast and the heat wave here in the southwest. A sudden marine heat wave off the coast of Florida has surprised scientists. Think about this. The sea surface temperature around Florida has reached 97 degrees in some areas. That sounds That's hot. A hot tub is what that is. Extreme ocean heat and its duration are critical in deciding the survival of coral reefs in that area. They said the temperatures that are too hot for too long will cause coral to bleach turning a ghastly white as they expel their algal food source mm. and then slowly starve to death. A side note, someone called us out for using the word, um, by the way, that tortilla throw blanket looks awful. It really I, does. I bought my daughter one of those. You it's did. not worth it. Yeah. Why? Because I thought it was like, funny. Just, okay. Because when she was a baby, we when you swaddle her, yeah, we'd swaddle her, her like super a tortilla. tight. Like for some reason, the tighter you got that blanket, the better she, the more sure. she relaxed. Yeah. Or went unconscious, I can't tell. But she would relax. That's a joke. Please don't call anybody. Um, so we would give that to her. We used to call it, we used to say that she was wrapped up like a burrito. Yeah, that's um, very cute. So, uh, but uh, she didn't get the joke. Anyway, we have often said the term fecum and someone suggested invoking the name of a couple of English teachers that I had in high school. So somebody who lived in Petaluma uh, and white. said that, no, no. Uh, Mr. Lobdell was one of them, uh. um, said Mr. Lobdell would never teach us that word because it's not English. That fecum is not an English word. What's the etymology? Fecum is Latin. Okay. For feces. Yeah, but uh, I know a lot of English teachers that taught a lot of Latin. Yes. So I find that hard to believe. I think Mr. Lobdell would be very impressed that we use the term fecal. I agree completely. We talked about this guy in the casino. Right? You ever go to Vegas, get naked, and dance on a blackjack table? No. It wasn't blackjack, Not, was it? Wasn't it wasn't in it Vegas. Was let it ride. <laughs> it, was three, it was three card poker, as a matter of fact. Um, there is a guy in Harrah's, uh, Brian Danilzik, Danilchek. 35 years old, facing charges of disorderly conduct, battery, and five counts of indecent exposure. Kind of a half of one count, shouldn't it be? After he was arrested on Sundays. Originally from West Babylon, New York, captured on camera, standing on top of the table at Harrah's Casino, completely naked. Now, this is Harrah's. You were talking about um, getting kicked out of a casino downtown, Okay, right? uh, that wasn't me. No, no, that was my brother-in-law. Someone getting kicked yes. out. Yes. Yes, in case. If you want to get kicked out of a casino in downtown Las Vegas, carry a baby. <laughs> They'll knock you right out of there. Carry a baby. I've never seen a baby down there, actually. Uh, officials said in their report that uh, security made their way towards Brian Danilchek as he exposed his Anus to all who passed on the main floor. Yeah, he gets on the on the table and he's kind of um, twerking, you know. Yeah, penis forward twerking, and then he decides to spin around, uh, lay down on his back, spread his legs open, and show passerby the undercarriage. Blackjack. <laughs> 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 gyrated his hips, placed his hands on his head. <laughs> Onlookers began to record what's going on. It's very funny to see it's great. the faces of the people who are witnessing There's this There's this thing. one woman who's uh, who's looking at him kind of like longingly. 
She's just kind of like in Almost awe. Like, well, I took it as she remembers the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when Jim did that on our honeymoon. What do you think she was thinking? Let us know. <laughs> uh, there was another situation yesterday. A man arrested, a woman described as his hostage, was released unharmed after a standoff at a room at Caesars yesterday on the Strip. No uh, injuries were reported, but they originally said that security called police because there were reports of a man and a woman fighting in the hallway when the man pulls the woman into a room by force. A short time after that, they heard glass break guests outside the hotel heard glass break and saw curtains billowing from a broken window about two-thirds of the way up the 29-story palace tower one of the six there at uh, at caesar's palace and then furniture started flying out of the room uh there was a woman from tennessee was there she said when we saw the window shatter it was a surreal feeling it got pretty scary we were told to gather our stuff and rush out to the back some people uh, hid by a staircase. Items were flying out the window. A coffee maker, the hairdryer, a desk bureau. After about 30 minutes, they had uh, been able to arrest the guy and uh, free the woman. But imagine, Amy King made this point this morning. If you're in Vegas and you see the window break on a high-level hotel room like that, you know, 20 stories up, I don't know if anybody is going to jump to the assumption, but I would have thought that um, it was very similar to the shooting yeah. where the guy knocked the windows out at Mandalay Bay. I would think worst case scenario right away. That's because that's the image that you have in your mind. Yep. Um, well, Chinese hackers were able to target U.S. government emails through a Microsoft breach. That coming from the White House today. More details on that in Swamp Watch when we come back to Gary and Shannon. You've been listening to The Gary and Shannon Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime time anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus